Blog Talk Radio. Cheese on the podcast. I believe, 18th, like I, you know, I just be guessing all the time, 18th of July, 2018, man, not a lot of boxing news going on during the week, a lot of A.J. Wilder talk, A.J. Pavek and B.S., we're not going to really discuss any of that this week, um, but there, we've got a lot of fights, in fact, there's a full Weekend of fights. Uh, I think there's fights on Showtime and ESPN both nights, um, Saturday and Sunday, with the Super Six Series, um, not Super Six, the Super Series Cruiserweight Championship for the Ali Trophy and, I believe, the Undisputed Cruiserweight Championship up up for grabs. So, And we got a lot lot to talk about, man. Uh, we're not going to go too long. Cause uh, I'm a little tired. I'm out here in West Virginia in Morgantown, uh, still tired from my little party weekend. You know, I'm too old for that. But you know, I'm still I'm I bounce back pretty nicely for an old ass dude. But speaking of partying, I'm gonna take it to my man, who sometimes I call him. It's like four o'clock uh, Pacific time, and I ask him where he's at. He says he's at the club. You know, sometimes we at the club at four, at the bar at two. We're talking uh, PM. Man, a real party animal, and my partner in crime in the Central Valley, California. RC, RC, man, what's popping this Wednesday, bro? <laughs> Not a damn thing, man. Not a damn thing. Uh, besides just running around doing some errors here at the crib, I'm just chilling, man. I'm chilling in this AC, relaxing, trying to beat this heat. Um, and and come on now, two o'clock or four o'clock? That's a little early, man. I mean, I might be out there tomorrow, but that'd be about seven. Not at not at two or or four. That's a little early, you know. So um, but um, I, I, it's a chill day today. Usually Wednesdays are my day to unwind and kind of uh let loose on the podcast, and, and you know, me not being the host and you hosting, it kind of lets me uh just be a little bit more less professional i guess um but not nothing much just kicking it here man taking care of some stuff around around the way and uh shit glad to be here i wouldn't be anywhere else on this wednesday man yeah no doubt no doubt man um i want to before we get into boxing i want to laugh 
at the San Antonio Spurs. What? <laughs> Cheap shot to start off the show, huh? Hey, <laughs> they gave up a top five for DeRozan. <laughs> oh, I would have traded his ass for I would have traded his ass for a washer and dryer. Well, for a washer and dryer. Oh man, you know I'm a Spurs hater. <laughs> Go ahead, Willie. it up. They're about to stink, and that's what I like to hear. Uh, shout out to Kawhi. Think they got so? in there. Who's, they got DeRozan. He's not, not good. bad. I think DeRozan, DeRozan, he's going to fit in real nice in that first system, man. And better than having somebody who quit on you with a fake-ass injury. Everybody knows Kawhi Leonard was faking. He wasn't hurt all year. I mean, I had a quad injury back in the day. You know, I, it might have been worse than him. I was ready to go in about a month or so. So he a he a liar. He's a, he's he's so just a quitter. Who is a weird dude. Hey man, Willis. I you think mean he's a weird dude. You believe- and he has a uh, a Finals MVP, right? And a chip. Oh yeah, it was real nice playing with Timmy Duncan and all those guys. They had a really good team, man. He was a a good fi- yeah. a fill in the gap kind of player. Hey, he's badass, but. I'll tell you what, Will, I don't want no quitters on my team. Hey, I mean, I feel you. He's not on your team. He's not on their team anymore, so we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. But let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk a little boxing, man. Uh, title fights this weekend. And we're going to start off with uh, with a guy that not too long ago doesn't seem like that. I, I don't know. Let me pull up these. Let me pull up this guy's uh, um, box wreck because it's not too long ago that we were saying this guy was about to get whooped by my guy, um, Saddam Ali, for his. Uh, I think it was the WBA, I believe, um, junior middleweight belt <laughs> that he won from uh, Miguel Cotto. What's all the laughing about? Just picking out a whole... First off, you start off like taking shots at the Spurs. You're taking shots at the Spurs for no reason. Now you're taking shots at an old man who's retired. What's going on here, man? Hey, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, man. Hey, my guess. We all remember that Saddam Holly beat the break for your boy, Miguel Cotto. He's, a, he's an old man. He's a comedy show. He's an a old man. He's an old man who had a torn tricep at the end of his hey, career. Hey. It, it sounds good. It sounds good, man. But that was just so. Hey, yeah. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to the breakdown. So, a guy hey. that we just we just said, my this this internet is moving slow as shit. We just said that he he was going to get waxed by Saddam Ali. Um, that was. He fought Saddam Ali in five. That was two two months ago. So two months ago, Hell yeah. this guy got his this W. That's why I thought this WBO, uh, the WBO super welterweight title. 
And now, my man, Jaime Munguia, an unknown just two months ago. Now, somebody is being pushed. Young 21. You're your man now, huh? Hey, you know, I'm going to fuck with Mexican fighters, though. I'm going to fuck with them, especially when they've got the king of all Mexico, uh, Mexican fighters uh, pushing them. Marquez? You know? uh, no, no, no. The guy that's pushing them, the guy that's behind them, the guy that, that enjoys the, the Aina and the Nets, you know. You know who we're talking yo, about. Yo, you're talking about the – well, I don't call him that, but I, since, I guess it's the GOAT conversation been going on a lot in a lot of different sports and stuff, funny ones in forums and stuff like that. Would you consider Oscar the GOAT of Mexican boxing? Uh yeah, of Mexican boxing, not of 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 Mexican yeah, boxing. Yeah, of the, yeah, yes, of Mexican boxers. Okay. Yes, not of Mexican boxing, because he's not Mexican, but he's he's not from Mexico, but he's Mexican. If you see what I'm saying. So your goat, so so your goat of Mexican boxing is a guy who sticks spatulas up his ass and wears fishnets and high heels. Where's the laugh for that, huh? Not what? yet. <laughs> yeah, where's, where's the, the crowd? You don't got the buttons over yeah. there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're good. We're not a sick that, freak. Hey, and and when we're talking we about always... sick freak, we're talking about Delahoya. As long as you always remember and you always say that it was with women. As long as women are doing, you're doing these things with women, I could care less. Even if you're doing with men, I could care less. He's still a man. But let's talk. What? What? Hey, somebody said, hey, I see your boy R.C. in the dress, and he had two freaks with him, and he was in the dress looking like he was about to knock him down and be like, damn, that boy's a freak. That's all I would say. That's my boy still. He had I freaks mean, with him. As long as he got freaks, I, I don't I, care. You know, I, guess, <laughs> I guess people would people would think that's kind of cool now, like that rapper, uh, New Jerk Boy or something, when he had that Married to the Game song when he was in a, a bride's dress in the video. But no, man, uh, dude, Oscar, he, he scared off. Two prostitutes. That's how of a, much of a sick freak that guy is. You're you're a Mexican boxing goat. Hey, Oscar's been being a freak for 20 years. So at, at this point, yeah, he's probably to the extreme. <laughs> we, he's probably like your boy Gotti. We might oh, find God. him uh, like Gotti with his pants down, getting hung, and like that other guy. You know, hey, after 20 years of doing the fool, you know, some of these women ain't ready for that. Even, you know, they ain't ready for that. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about another young bull from Mexico, which I seem to be saying a lot. It seems like Mexico is is, is doing a push. You know, a couple of years ago, you know, it's always the USA as the main as the mainstay in boxing. But, you know, for a long time it was Mexico, and then they sort of fell off a little bit with Canelo being one of the only ones that are really just holding it down, Marquez losing the – and um not losing, but Marquez sort of, you know, getting older, retiring, stuff like that. But there's a lot of young Mexican fighters coming up, and a lot of them got some belts. I'm going to uh, – maybe for next time I'm going to see, you know, how they always do the uh, countries and who has a, who has a lot of belts. Uh, I want to see how close Mexico is in second place to the USA, but I know they're whooping the U.K.'s ass now. But speaking of getting the U.K. Mexicans whooping the yep. U.K.'s ass, uh, Munguia is putting up his title – Against old Liam Smith, who Saddam Ali was supposed to fight at first. Um, Liam Smith, we all know, has already got his got took a Mexican ass whooping by the Prince of Mexican boxing, uh, 
Saul Canelo Alvarez um, with the ninth round sleepage. Uh, so I don't expect too much from this guy. You know, uh, Liam. He after that he's been he's he's on a three win winning winning spree uh, streak with a four round fight. Yeah. And then uh, Liam Williams, whoever the hell that is, he beat that guy, a little young up-and-comer, to give him a shot at the WBO title. So I know you're not a fan of uh, Mexican fighters per se, RC, due to uh, ignorance. Love Mexican fighters. Love Mexican fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You sound like uh, that's that's what Trump says about Mexicans, too. He loves them, too. But, uh, I love the Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, so, uh, yeah, what do you what are you seeing about this fight? I know, you know, Jaime Mungi is a big-ass young dude. Who said, he's 21, so he's ready to cut the shit out of his weight. You know what I'm saying? He's a young, young guy. He's not that good, but he's, he's big and strong. Well, he's good, but he's not that good in that skill right now. But he's big and strong, and he's got a belt. Um, does Liam Smith last? Longer than nine rounds. No, he don't. Uh, people forget that Jaime Munguia's name was brought up to fight Gennady Golovkin before Gennady Golovkin actually fought uh, uh, what was a um, Matarosian. They didn't allow Jaime Munguia to fight him. They didn't. They didn't allow Munguia to fight him because of the lack of inexperience. But remember that fighting Triple G at middleweight. So right now he's fighting at 154. The reason he knocked the shit out, Saddam Ali, in the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, early runner of the year for Bully of the Year, because he brought, he dropped it in the weight and fought a dude that he was so much bigger than, so much powerful than. That's why Saddam Ali got the dog shit beat out of him. And I see the same thing happening to Liam Smith. We can't forget that Munguia is a big guy, but now he's fighting out a weight class that, he wasn't even necessarily looking to shoot for. But since he got a title shot with Saddam Ali took his belt, he's like, hey, you know, I think I'll just hang around this weight class and beat up these little guys. So um, as far as how good Jaime Munguia is, he, he got some pop to him. His defense looks a little bit suspect. But um, I, I don't see him having any trouble with Liam Beefy Smith right now. The only – thing that Liam Smith probably has that could help him out is the fact that he already fought Canelo at when Canelo was a light heavyweight and beat him with that body shot. So he, he kind of been in there with a bigger guy already because we know how Canelo gets on fight night. He turned into a light heavyweight. So that might be something that could help him out in this fight, but I think Munguia is just going to put the... He's going to put them paws on him, man. He's going to put them paws on him like the whole Spurs locker room wanted to put them paws on Kawhi Leonard for faking all year. Hey, yeah, the pause. I, I wish I knew how to say pause in Spanish because that's what's going to be putting on them. El Mitones are going to be put on that boy. And, uh, you know, Jaime, Mar- uh, Jaime <laughs> Munguia It's just another Mexican boxer that I'm riding with. You know, I've been saying that. seems like I've been riding with a lot of guys these last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Progress. Uh my man, what's, uh, what's the Mexican guy's name? Uh, that just L, uh, the left hand. What they call him? Uh, what's I'm, not sure. I'm not, not sure. I'm not sure, but you. I'm not sure, but you. Tall guy with the hat. Said, Beast. Oh, talking about David Benavidez. Beast. El Bandera Roja. 
yeah, the red. Oh no, yeah, he's the red. Yeah, the red, whatever. Yeah, the red bandana. Red bandana, yes sir. Bandana. Yeah. Then there's a guy with the. His name is. Le- what is uh, what is your guy's um nickname? Uh, Ramirez. My guy was. Jose Ramirez don't have a nickname. He just goes by Jose Carlos Ramirez. He goes by the full name because he's a man. Okay. So then there's another guy. There's yeah. another Mexican guy who's le- who's who's left-handed. Who I think that's his name. Uh, Young. I gotta look him up. Just won the ship, I believe. So. And don't forget Oscar Valdez, who's a pretty good young fighter, and you know, coming off that big fight with Scott Quigg. The Mexicans, they got some fighters out there, man, for sure. Yeah, they're coming up, man. And uh, Munguia is just another one. And they're all young. Well, not not uh, Benavidez, I don't think. But the rest of these guys are young. Young-ass fighters trying to make their way. Well, Benavidez, so, uh, I'm excited. He, Benavidez is very young, too, Willie. He's, like, I think 22 years old. He's very young. Benavidez, and uh, that's not the guy. Uh, Oscar Valdez, he's young, but the wars he's been in, he's not young in boxing age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. So, Mexico's coming up. And I hate to say, Puerto Rico's going down. Is that safe to say? They got some cup and comers. We got some up and comers, man. Don't worry. We'll we be all right. We you know these guys' names? Because we smart fighters. Uh, I can't remember the young guys off the top of my head, you know. Uh, but they got to they gotta get some work. They got to put some work in. I don't play favoritism to anybody. Uh, you will never catch me picking my side of the race against somebody just because I'm a Homer Simpson or something like that. So, they got to show me something. Oh, that would be something new. But, yeah, man, but all jokes aside, Tommy Munguia, we're going to see. We don't know We don't know how good he could be, uh, but we know that at uh, 154, he can, <laughs> he can withstand a lot of punches and he might be able to give all these guys all these guys a fit. So, you know, who do we got at 154? You got uh, Charlo, right? You got the old uh, old man. Laura. Yeah, he he he, he needs to stay away from the big dogs. That's for sure. Because you know the top dog in that division, Jared Hurst, and that's a big man. He should be fighting where James or Jaime Munguia should be fighting. Exactly. So that I mean, that's a good fight. They both are barely skilled, and really, I mean, no, nah, I won't say that. I can't. We haven't. We've only seen Jaime Munguia fight one time, but and he didn't really look too skilled. But Hurst don't really have any skills too. They both got the same type of type of game, right? And if and if uh yeah. you know Hurts Jaime well uh, you know Hurts well Hurts fighting little guys too. Jaime Garcia put that work on Saddam Ali. Hurts gets beat up, then puts the work on. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, I don't know if that's a bad fight just off of these both of these guys aren't really that skilled. They're just big, you know. And they both we're gonna see what Charlo can do with these guys, but one fifty four. You know they lost. Uh, they lost Big Charlo, and they gained Mangia. So it's still a, a pretty, pretty uh, deep and a deep division. Um, so I'm excited for that, man. I'm excited for that fight. And the, uh, I guess I, I believe that's coming on. Damn, I didn't write it down. Might be coming on ESPN, right? And uh, let me check that. Maybe. But they got the uh, the co-main event looked pretty interesting to me. Uh, Alberto Machado versus uh, Rafael Mensa. I seen 
I see Machado fight. These are little guys, real super super featherweights. These are little guys. Both of these guys are uh, undefeated. I think uh, what's his name? Um, and C is the number one uh, contender. So this should be a good fight. Uh, so whoever has the card, I think it's ESPN, but it might. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. But it should be should be a good ass fight. Um, but you know, do you have anything on that? I'm pretty sure you're on uh, super featherweight. That will be on HBO, sir. That'll be on HBO, but okay. there is going to be some fights on ESPN also. So, you know, boxing, uh, they're, they're making some waves right now as far as being on all these different networks. But that one will be on HBO after dark. Uh, so for people who know about that, that is going to be around the later time, starting maybe at 7 or 8, two hours off of uh, regularly scheduled programs that we're used to. Yeah, we're correct, correct. So, um I guess before we get into the fight that I know is not on ESPN, what fight is isn't on ES, is on ESPN on Saturday? Do you have that now? Were you looking at it? I thought that I was one, not, but uh, I didn't write it. I, I, I didn't I write did not, it I, I, I haven't checked it out yet, but I just seen that one. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll get into looking into that one. I haven't seen anything much, so if there is going to be some fights on ESPN, um, expect it to be some of the lower level. Um, uh, fighters, because you know they're they're trying to make a run with this app, so this plus app. So you might catch some some good fights on the on the unknown, just like uh, you did with the uh, undercard to Pacquiao. So might be some names you never heard of. Uh, yeah, no, they're fights so far. They're looking Friday. like they're having some good scraps. Oh, okay. On Friday. On okay. Friday. Showtime has a fight Friday. Jared Ennis against Al, uh, Armado Alvarez. They don't even have these guys. I don't know who those guys are. Uh, they're fighting. On uh on Showtime on Friday, ESPN's got Lamont Roach, undefeated fighter, fighting against uh Davisa Basa, Diavis Diavis Basa, uh on uh on Friday. So we'll see. Probably looks like probably two showcase scraps on Friday. I don't twenty and four. Lamont Roach, pretty good uh pretty good guy out there fighting for the uh for a duck for the featherweight super featherweight title. So. But, you know, let's go to another big fight with two guys that, you know, are on the other side of the pond, way, way over there. Um, Putting all the belts, uh, WBA, BC, BO, IBF, cruiserweight championships up, the Ali Trophy for the championship of the Super Series Cruiserweight um, little tournament. Alexander, or Alexander, however you say it in Russian, Usyk versus uh, Marat. I don't know how to say that. Gassiev. 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 Um, yeah, Gassiev. This is um, two guys, you know, Cruiserweight, man. You know, I'm not really that, uh, that into Cruiserweight just because, keep it real, there's no Americans that are doing anything. Nobody that has uh, that, you know, that is sparking my interest. Oh. But these guys are out there. Oh, a little bit of bias there. A little American bias yeah, yeah, there. I mean, See, I, oh. Oh, yeah, not even, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. If nobody, if I don't know anybody, you know, if they're not, you know, these guys are just giving you the old one-two punch and the, you know, the old Russian style of boxing, it's not really that, that, Exciting and interesting, but 
it is the real deal. You know, cruiserweights being, you know, regular size dudes. These are guys that are out there boxing and and knocking each other out. Um, Yeah, and and this is for the undisputed cruiserweight title. I mean, uh, that seems like, unless I'm mistaken, you know, I I don't really hear too much about that. And that's a big deal. They would be the only one, right, at this time. You know, maybe I'm missing something, but uh, yeah, yeah, because the um, oh man, Nino Chelsea and Patty Cronin are gonna, Nino and Patty are gonna have a field day with you when they hear this shit. <laughs> um, I, there was a, a a shoulder injury to Alexander Usyk, I believe. Uh, I think it was him over Garcia because this fight was supposed to happen earlier, like two months earlier, I believe. And um, I yeah. paid a little bit of attention to it, and and um and hey man, I'm telling you, I'm not as hyped like you say about the cruiserweight division, but this tournament's been pretty good, man. So whenever the injury had happened, I was like, fuck, I was kind of looking forward to seeing it because um, uh, Alexander Usyk, it looks like you know uh, he definitely has a, a chance to win this fight, and obviously winning a turn or going to a tournament and going to the finale of it. It's, it's going to be a, a legit comp, but you know, um, I really like Murad Garcia from what I've seen. He looks like a pretty damn good cruiserweight. If he wasn't so short and was able to put some 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 extra lbs on, he might be one of those guys making more moves in the heavyweight division than Jarrell Big Baby Miller, just based off his fighting style. But um, I, I'm with you. When I first heard about this tournament. Uh, fighting for the Ali Trophy Cruiserweight Division overseas, I was like, man, this is a joke. But when I paid attention to a couple of these fights, uh, including Gassiev, including Alexander Usyk, and just seeing how those guys were kind of making a way through this whole tournament, they both look pretty impressive, man. But I- I'm definitely leaning towards uh, uh, Gassiev in this fight. And um, I-, I was speaking to Nino about it earlier, and I know he's a big, uh, he's a big Alexander Usyk fan, or Alexander, as they say, uh, but even he knows it's not going to have a happy ending because how good Murat Garcia has been looking in this tournament. So um, when I seen it was this weekend, I was hyped. I was excited to hear about the news that was happening this weekend. You know, I've been running around doing a whole lot of everything. It don't seem like there enough. I, I mean, going on little sleep, just, I mean, the whole nine. So when I found out that this was finally happening, I was looking forward to checking it out. I'm not sure – uh, if it's going to what, – what start time that ha- will be at, I'll have to look that up if uh, there will be the time difference over there because they're not going to be fighting in the morning like uh, Pacquiao and Matisse were, you know, just to appease to the people in, uni- in the United States. So um, whatever time that one starts, well, I, 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 I imply you to check this fight out because I think that you'll end up liking this fight when you see uh, what I've been seeing from both of these guys leading up to this scrap that was held off a little bit longer. Good thing it wasn't a, a major injury that would have just, you know, canceled out the, the, the championship fight for, for the whole tournament. So um, uh, I think that the stipulations and everything that's going to be on this fight is definitely, um, I mean, worth watching from the, the hardcore boxing fan, casual boxing fan, because of the fighting style of both these guys. It's, 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 uh, it's like when they have a, a power forward in basketball who's not the prototypical six foot ten uh athletic dude when you talk about the cruiserweight because they are 
smaller than the heavyweights, but not big enough to be a heavyweight, but they're still bigger than the light heavyweights. And it's a, it's a tweener. They're tweeners. But uh, uh, Gassiev looks really impressive, man. I, I like what this guy's doing. I was wondering where the hell he's been at this whole time um, and why he wasn't able to make something happen with um, Tony Bellew or something like that. So, uh, like I said, though, the, the cruiserweight division is probably one of the most slept-on divisions in boxing, maybe deservedly so for recent history, but um, I, those guys are putting in some work, and the tournament has it's, – it's been cool. So, I'm looking to see what's going down with that fight this week, and I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, from a competitive standpoint, looking forward to that one more than the Jaime Munguia-Liam Smith fight. No, definitely the championship of a, a you know of a world of a you know world class tournament. That's going to be it's definitely going to be a, a a very competitive fight. But I just you know I just don't know too much about these guys, and, and I really don't know if I care to know about these guys. But at the end of the day, this is for the um the undisputed champion, right? I mean, there's no other champion uh, but these two guys. Um, this guy, whoever wins this will be the undisputed champion. And oh, yeah. Winner win take off. Yeah, and the champion of the thing. So this is a big deal. Whoever wins this should. I doubt there'll be a top ten fighter. Uh, but I, this is something that people should watch. I will try to watch it. I'm sure it's going to come on probably – like you said, probably come on at two or three in the daytime for us. Yeah, um, in the early well, part of the day for sure. Maybe. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll definitely try to check it out and see until um you know that's probably about my nap time. I'll probably you know put something in the wind, chill, put it on the TV, pull up the app, and uh, just check it out. I'll probably end up doing that, no doubt. But and, and we'll see what happens. Looks like Goosey if it's the guy that has a a lot more experience and all the belts. No. Yeah. He's got, he's got two of the belts. So they're both putting up two. Gusev's got the uh, IBF and the WBA and Usyk has the WBC and the WBO. So, Hey, this is for all the models, man. You do this. Whoever wins this goes down to history. He's one of the few undisputed boxers in the game. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm, I want to see what kind of trophy they have for the Ali Trophy presentation. That would be uh, just a cherry on top of the cake. I'm, I'm assuming to be that way. So, um, yeah, I think that they're gonna have a good fight overseas. And they, and and I argue that if Gassiev wins this fight, he definitely should be considered to be somewhere in the seven to ten, maybe eight to ten, arguably nine to ten. But you should be cracking that top ten pound for pound just because of the whole implications of being undisputed at a weight where dudes have a little bit of pop in the punches at cruiserweight, you know? It's still a heavy-handed division, just not much exposure as far as uh, compared to the welterweight division or the the heavyweight division. You know, they get the uh, they get the short end of the stick at times. And like I said, deservedly so at times, but this is a chance for them to put on a damn good fight and let them know that the cruiserweight division might be, it might have some steam coming off it, man. 
Hey, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what they do. And you're right. And when you're saying it, it makes sense. You're the undisputed. You probably need to be top ten uh, ranking as a pound for pound. I, I would believe that. So unless they just suck, so we'll check it out. And on Sunday, uh, we'll see whoever wins. We'll see if I put them in there with the big dogs. But uh, yeah, another big dog that's fighting. Um, <clears throat> I think he won. I'm not sure who won. I think I believe he won our knockout of the year or he won maybe our fighter of the year as he was maybe our vote for fighter of the year. Uh, Thor and Bise, our guy, is fighting. I think he's going up to bantamweight to fight some guy for a 10-round fight. Uh, you have any interest in this? 10 rounds, it won't be on any TV. Uh, I think oh, nobody man, wants yeah. to fight Thor Bise at all. So he's got, uh, from what I remember, he's just got to fight somebody. So he's going up in weight to uh, to Bantam, I believe. Uh, he's going up, yeah. Cause he's going up in weight to fight a guy for 10 rounds, no belt on the line. Yeah. Um, you interested in that at all? Yeah, yeah, of course. So I'm, a, I'm a big fan of uh, Source Cat, Saw Rung Desai. Um, this guy took a lot of heat from Nicaraguan when he beat the shit out of uh, of uh, Little Chocolatito because, he, oh, he was the bigger guy, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, Juan Carlos, he really, like, genuinely hates Son Visa. So um, I get it, you know, but he has probably one of the most powerful punches in, uh, for his weight, pound-for-pound pound size. I think that's why he's listed where he's at in the pound-for-pound pound ranking uh, because he had packs probably the – one of the best left hooks in, in, in uh, the, the lower division that they have to offer. So um, uh, this guy has a, a, a really crazy story as far as starting off 0-2, or I believe he was uh, – uh, he might have been 0-3-1, and but he just had a bad first four starts. You would think that that guy needs to quit boxing and then to come up the way he did and have the success he did is a real, real Cinderella story. So yeah, I'm gonna check out Soren Visa. I see how he does because he's uh he definitely has a size to where he could get himself up and and weight like he's doing right now. Seems like it won't be much of a problem, uh, but it will seem like it will be a showcase fight because Soren Visa is a dangerous fighter, man. For any of those guys, um, in the range of where he could possibly go to, so I think that we're gonna see probably an uh, uh, another candidate for a knockout of the year following up for for this guy's fight because he he has that kind of talent where it's just that, that punching power you can't teach. So um, looking forward to see Sora Rungvisai and um, like to see a guy who's having success like this coming from the background he had digging in dumpsters for a, a meal on a nightly basis. So um, good, good story. Uh, sorry that the the Chocolatito fans are uh, not feeling this dude, and and I know they're mad because he pretty much bodied his career. But um, hey, everybody got a. It's all the same sport at the end of the day. So cut that favoritism shit out and enjoy a young guy, or not 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 necessarily a young guy, but a little guy who's got some pop to him. Because a lot of these little guys, mostly it's all about speed, and they ain't got enough pop to appease the crowd. That's why. 
fighters move up in weight because that's where the money's at. You got to move up and, and get some of these highlight real material finishes. So, um, but he has that for his size and stature and uh, having to deal with some of these dudes. He definitely has that. And if he could get some early wins moving up, you might, you might be hearing about Soren V-side with some big names coming forward. Definitely, we'll definitely see. Um, I'm not sure if we'll be able to. Like I said, I don't know what TV channel is going to be on, or if the uh, if that app's going to have it. But we'll definitely, uh, if if it happens, I'll definitely check it out at least on YouTube the next day. So, but you know, speaking of little guys with pop, with speed, with charisma. Oh, what guy, compliment are you right. going to give me? Oh. <laughs> our guy, our guy, Ryan Garcia, making a little splash this weekend. You know, for the last couple of weeks, he's been bringing up Tank Davis's name, uh, saying that he wants to fight him. And Tank Davis, is, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago said, you know, I think Garcia's a good kid. He's going to be a great champion. You know, I will uh, – but he just doesn't want to see me right now. No disrespect. You know, he's up. Tank tried to tried to take the high road, right? But Ryan Garcia seems like he's very serious about being able to beat uh, to beat Tank. So I think uh, he wrote on was it Instagram or Twitter or something that if he keeps on talking, he's gonna go to go up to the gym and see what Ryan Garcia is talking about, you know, with the hand. So I don't know if uh, <laughs> wants that man. I don't know if he knows how fast. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name is very – Tank is very fast, very skilled. But is he Garcia fast? You know, have you seen those things where he's punching and then he runs over here and he's punching and runs over there, saves the lady, does all this? Man, that guy's got speed, brother, speed and power. I don't know if Tank Davis wants this, man. What do you Have you, have you checked that out, RC? Have you seen any of that? What's your feeling? Oh, about? man. Yeah, yeah. On, a, on yeah. another Mexican guy calling out a bigger, uh, a bigger black fighter. This is the second time this has happened. With even with Garcia and Spence, seems like these young Mexican guys that think they got these guys' numbers, man. Yeah, I, I've seen all his little comedic videos he puts out on on the gram. The kid's got a million followers. So, uh, but that's what's gonna happen when you're the Justin Bieber of boxing. He's got the pretty boy face, fast videos all this and that. But like your man, old volleyball Charlo, said about Tank Davis, only Floyd used to do this shit and whoop dudes. Because, yeah, you can have all those cute videos, you know, looking fast, hitting the bag and all that stuff. But once you take a shot and you catch one, you eat one, you get snuck by one, you ain't swinging so fast afterwards. So Ryan Davis, or Ryan Garcia, he <laughs> – Especially his last fight, yeah, Mexicans in the crowd that were there and start booing him. I mean, I get it. It, it, it. it seems like a shtick to me. And it's this kid's gimmick, runs his mouth, tries to look good doing it, and pulls some hoes afterwards because he got that million-dollar smile. I get it. I'm not mad at him. From one good-looking man to another, I see how you're trying to make some money, fella, and I'm not mad at it. But why do you do that, Willa? Why do you say he's our guy? You know I don't like Ryan Garcia. I don't. I can't stand this guy. And you always say every time we talk about him, 
like he's our boy. Like we both like, hey man, did you see Ryan Garcia uh, a fight? High five. I can't stand that motherfucker, but I see what he's doing. So by me not being able to stand him is what he's doing to get his name out there and watch people see him look victorious or to see him take a punch in the face. So uh, I get it, but Tank Davis, he seemed like he got to get a little bit of steam let out because he was getting punked by your guys, uh, the Charlos that were being bullies, picking on him. So he needs to be a bully and pick on someone else himself since he needs to at least show up to that gym. I hope it's not a troll. hope they ain't working together and just trying to be some funny shit to get some clout. But it seems like this is legit, and I think that Tank Davis will be coming to California because uh, I think a lot of those guys will be coming to California because, uh, you know, the the fight that's happening next weekend with uh, Garcia and Easter. So they might be coming to California a little early and checking out Ryan Garcia's gym. So uh, I hope it does, and I hope someone – goes viral with it and something like that happens because nothing would make me more happy to see Ryan Garcia get humbled because he's not ready for Tank Davis. He knows he's not. Even Oscar was, even your man, old spatula up the ass, Oscar De La Hoya, when he was asked about is Davis ready for Tank, is, is Ryan Garcia ready for Tank, he said, oh, no. Oh, no. Not yet. He's not Oscar, <laughs> you know. So he knows what time it is. Garcia's a prospect running his mouth, knows he's not ready for this, he, but he's he's definitely making some waves. And, I mean, yo, he's got a million followers, and I know some bad hoes that I follow from, from Southern California that post stuff about this guy. I'm like, man, how do you – I don't know how these bitches know about him, but these females know about him, these ladies. These ladies know about him. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, when you got a million followers at this point in time in your career, Oscar's definitely looking – I think you, – you guys know that meme? where the guy's walking with his girlfriend and he's looking back at the other girl. I think Oscar is that guy walking with his girlfriend being Canelo, and then he looks back at Ryan Garcia because he sees, he sees basically what Canelo doesn't have, but he's the American side. Speaks English, but I don't think he speaks Spanish, but he appeases to the American public with already being a prospect with a million followers. Like Adrian Bronner don't even have a million followers, and he's been – uh, he's been had his name in the way, in the paper, in the in the headlines for a long time now. You know, before he got exposed with Maidana, and I mean, to have a million followers already for Ryan Garcia, that's a hell of an accomplishment as far as getting notoriety, because that's what boxing's all about. You 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 talk to boxers somewhere when you see him, it's not like you're walking up to Michael Jordan asking for an autograph. He'll probably tell you to kick fucking rocks. But boxers are some of the most approachable athletes in the world. They're, they love to get the, be on camera, get any kind of interview because they're promoting themselves. So, I, I, hey, as far as the standpoint of what Ryan Garcia is doing from the business side, plus, A plus, A plus, he's doing it right. Still don't like him. But, and he's still not even that good. But he looks good because of the speed videos and all that stuff and the charisma being the flash. And, hey, you got to have it all in boxing. You can't just have all the talent in the world and expect to be a big superstar. You know what I mean? Um, the, the, the guys are still missing something, but Ryan Garcia has the potential to make some big numbers. I mean, if this kid is actually the get another 10 wins under his belt, let's say 15 wins under his belt against good competition, tell me this kid won't be a pay-per-view star if somehow he ends up being as good as his believers think he is. 
if he's as good as his believers think, this kid can make a lot of money. We're talking about the uh, millennial type of uh, Floyd Mayweather from a Mexican. I mean, I know I've seen people out there call him the Mexican Adrian Broner. So, I mean, but I, I, I look at him, which a lot of people also say the same about him being the Justin Bieber of boxing. So, um, as far as, uh, as what he's got going on in his career, business why I have high five. But when it comes to getting in the ring, especially last time, he didn't look that impressive. And if Tank Davis gets to spar him doghouse rules like they talking, oh, Ryan, Ryan Garcia ain't going to be posting pictures and videos for a good good two weeks or something like that because so, cause he got that. He got that uh, that light skin, man. So you know he's gonna he's gonna lump up and and everything's gonna be real noticeable. So, um, but I'm not mad at Ryan Garcia. Like I said, I'm just not a fan of the guy. But if I was a business wise partner with him, might as well top him. He's doing it right. Definitely, I I am a fan. And just keeping 100, uh, he doesn't want to see uh, Javante Davis right now. Um, he would probably get murdered. But yeah. Keep on talking, young man. Build your brand. That's what you need to do. And so he's doing a good job, man. I, um, he's do- he didn't yeah. look good in that fight at all. So we'll see what he can do. And But hopefully he'll be able to be one of the, these young guys that are feature boxing. You know, unlike, you know, uh, Shakur and uh, Haney, I think those guys, those there's there's a few other young guys. And they're, like you said, they don't got a million followers. They're not doing that. So they need to maybe keep game from this young man and see what he's doing. And, uh, you know, because this is 2018. Following, uh, you know, the old guys might not be the way these days. So I'll, yeah. uh, I guess that's that's how I wanted to end it. Uh, before we get out of here, RC, anything that you want to say, uh, what we got up for Sunday show or anything like that? Uh, well, we got a lot of stuff that's going on in the news, like you said, outside of fighting. So I'll have a lot of, of uh, the whole ins and outs outside of the ring coming up on Sunday, plus uh, a big preview that we have building up towards the weekend following. But, um, no, man, um, I think that's pretty much it. I want to uh, give a shout-out to my man, Jose Ramirez, yesterday, chopping it up with him at the local cantina here in town. So um, probably – a lot of stuff we talked about just, you know, off the record type shit. So not really much boxing talk going on with him, but a uh, uh, hell of a champion and a, a better dude when you, when you meet a fighter that's uh, as humble as this guy is. And, and I mean, this is about the fourth, fifth time I had a conversation with him. So every time we just following up with shit we talked about last time was, and the last thing we're talking about is boxing, but um, just cause, I'm not going to be that guy asking the fucking same question this dude's heard, you know, by 20 other people. So, talking about everything else on the outs. But um, much respect to him and uh, uh, Rick Merrigan, his uh, business partner out there that uh, plugs me up with some stuff when it's around the way. And um, I'm just looking forward to getting back on Sunday, man. Uh, hopefully we can have Janelle and all the guys come through and give us some uh, some content from uh, around the, 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 the nation type over here in the U.S. Most definitely. And uh, hopefully we'll get these tickets pretty soon. I was looking at them. doesn't look like uh, you might want to hit that uh, AXS. I think that's the official ticket site. So they're not the resale. They're like regular price. So check that out. We'll definitely be in the building. 
Oh yeah, man, for sure. We'll be in the building. I can't wait, man. I got a, uh, I got the shirts made out for us. Uh, I'll send you a picture of them. I told them to be here um, by next Wednesday, but they thought I meant uh, this Thursday or something. But uh, got a, uh, got pretty much the similar writing as we have for the Outsiders Boxing Podcast uh, logo that is in the white and red. Got our shit hooked up real nice. I'm going to be heading out to L.A. on Thursday next week, early Thursday, try to get to uh, some of the press that they have going on. And um, and I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait. Uh, it's a great fight that we're going to be attending. Great spot right now for Los Angeles. Uh, L.A. seems to be the hot spot right now when it comes to free agency from the, from the NBA and the MLB yesterday. But um, it's going to be a hot spot. Uh, can't wait to see everybody out there and chop it up with you, Willa, my man. Get a drink and uh, and uh, enjoy this shit because um, it's summertime, man, so we're going to have a lot of fun. At drinks. That's drinks with an S. Remember the bet. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think what Janelle said he was on, but I guess Blog Talk is on this BS because I, I don't see him on the same. So, man, Janelle, if you're out there, I don't see you on here, man. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, make sure we'll make sure oh, we get man. get to you next show. It's just blog talk. This stuff is it's sort of piled up, man. So uh, yeah, these fucking blog talk, man. I have to send him another tweet. Yeah, even when I reset it, he's not popping up. So hey, sorry about that. Uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Uh, Outsiders Boxing Podcast midweek. We out of here. Peace.